0: Sochi Radio Live, number one hundred and eighteen this evening. I am Lunar Spotlight here with DMJ and Zara, and it's another live show, another evening. How's it going, folks? How, Good. how How's it going, folks? Folks? Yes. How's it going? Folks. Please, please say something so that I know you're here.
1: I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm
0: going.
1: I'm going. I'm going.
0: <laughs> DMJ, you, you told me just before this you had a couple spare mixers. Are you using one of them right now? <laughs>
1: um, no. Oh, well, I have. Um, no, they're both sitting in storage. Fun no. fact: only reason why I know I have both of them is because I just recently just just like disassembled my closet and I haven't opened in five years.
0: Ah. You wait. You disassembled a closet. What happened?
1: That's what I would call it because it was like a stack of boxes. Uh, okay. And it was... The the reason why the door hasn't opened is because those boxes would fall. <laughs> so it hasn't opened in five years. It's just
0: a door I, mean, I open quickly, throw a box in, and then close it. I'm honestly curious. How did you end up getting two extra mixers?
1: Okay, so this is a fun story. One is the original one that I had,
0: okay. which was the Behringer, the
1: big big boy Behringer uh-huh. that I used to have. And uh-huh. that's the one that I used to have the... the issue with the bad ground on uh-huh. so i bought a second one yeah a another a mackie a big boy okay. and i bought it and it didn't have uh for some reason like i it worked it worked it worked and then one day i came home and it didn't work and i bought this small mackie mixer which fits perfectly on my desk well then i went back and i realized oh wait no that mixer completely worked i just completely jacked up my setup for how i put everything together to get aux channels and all this stuff to work so uh now i have an extra mixer <laughs> I, so i have two perfectly functioning mixers it's just i jacked up the setup on one and bought another and the other one was dead
0: so in reality they're they're fine is what i'm hearing
1: yeah those yeah they're fine it's just now i have an now i have one extra mixer and one mixer that will work in a pinch
0: i see so the the reason we even got onto this topic before we started the show this evening was because I am currently running a slightly modified setup. It's not super ideal. It's something something. I might end up needing to get something. Uh, something different, something new. I, too, have a a backup, quote-unquote, but it is the mixer that we used, like, in the mid-2010s, and uh, it is much too large to fit on my desk the way it is set up right now, so that would not be the most convenient thing. It could use it in a pinch, but yeah, so... Anyway, welcome to Gensokia Radio Live, folks. If you are tuning in and you're like, why are people talking on the station? I just want to listen to music. Don't fret. We have more music on the way in just a bit here. In fact, it is brand new, never been played on the station before. Stuff from Comic-Cut 99 as well as the latest Retai Sai is on the way to your ears if you just stick around for the next uh, couple hours here. And if you want to chat with folks, because this is a live program, we have a live chat in our Discord. You can join us over there at discord.gg slash to join the conversation and talk about music and games and things that we will also be talking about on this program. So, yeah. Some of the music we have tonight is from DMJ, actually. So last month we played a batch of music that was basically stuff that I got from those events. And then the way that we did it this time around is we did a larger batch. We had DMJ and myself sort of contribute, and then we split out to to you know who bought what and stuff so uh, so his batch is kind of featured this evening whereas mine was was last time we did one of these shows tonight we've got stuff from Amaturas records avenue room buto to clumsy record is going to be a new one east new sound inorai iron attack monochrome coat muso kazuki sato rolling contact static world and twitter tohobu uh, I did
1: yeah. figure that, figure out something really interesting when I was doing the monochrome cope. We have monochrome cope, but they're not under monochrome cope as a circle. So this yeah. is technically the first time us getting monochrome cope.
0: Yeah, as we've a, had on my like
1: compilation albums.
0: Yep, as a proper circle. Uh, also, I should just clarify, we're not going to play music from all of those circles. That would be too much music to try to squeeze into a two-hour frame. We could do it, but then we wouldn't be talking at all, and it'd be kind of boring. It's just not how it we was, do these shows
1: took the upload four hours on my internet
0: (laughs) that's that's the price we pay for you know getting the high quality stuff going Mm because back in the day when we were doing just you know high high quality mp3 files it it was easier to deal with but yeah these days we have lossless uh music on the back end and of course that is available through our membership program Mm -hmm. uh in the indigo program that is also available which we'll talk a little bit more about later tonight so yeah new music on the way uh any other things that uh you want to just throw in the hat before we get into some more music here
1: no because then i'll be talking about the steam deck for hours
0: uh you know what you're right you're right let's just hop into this first song from buto Otome. uh after that we've got something from Toho Bossa Nova, so she be on records. Actually, that's something from my patch. Uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna mix it up a little bit here. So um, here we go, something from Butoha Tomei. We'll be back in just a little bit here in Gensokia Radio Live number 118.
2: the Call- けかい I'll be i
0: here in Gensoki Radio Live number 118 with DMJ Zara, and I'm Lunar. All right, DMJ, I know you're going to be wanting to talk about this for as much time as the show goes on tonight, so let's get it out of your system now. You got your Steam Deck. How is it?
1: (laughs) I'm going to tell anybody, anybody who is doubtful of this device to throw that out the window. Like, I can objectively say... This is the greatest handheld console I have ever held in my hand, okay. and possibly the most powerful GameCube I've ever
0: used. Game, wait, it's GameCube.
1: Yeah, it runs GameCube games flawlessly. It technically can run Switch games well, better than the Switch can run.
0: Here's here's my thing. <laughs> okay bear with me for a second but dmj why the 180 you were telling people that this console sucked you were discouraging anyone from continuing to hang on to their pre-order what changed your mind
1: nothing i just wanted people to cancel their pre-orders i just wanted people to cancel their pre-orders so mine would come faster and i i technically had this like little like nugget in my head so i had a vacation uh, scheduled for the beginning of july uh, and I knew that, hey, Q3 will happen. Q3 starts in July. So that would be when the emails go out. So I willed it into the universe so that <laughs> while I'm on vacation, the most inopportune time for a handheld console to be delivered to my doorstep, it would be delivered to my doorstep. And <sighs> darn it, it worked. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> Steam Deck literally, literally, I got the email on monday i left on tuesday i didn't get to touch i arrived on thursday i didn't get home till sunday night
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
1: and there was all other shenanigans that happened during this time but yeah
0: okay cool so um what have you tried so far like okay give us some details
1: Okay, so hold on one second because I have to turn on my Xbox controller because it's currently docked, and I can tell you exactly the games I tried. So games I have played on this thing.
0: And rem- rem- right. remember to look at your microphone while you're doing this.
1: Yeah, I got. I'm I'm adjusting the microphone to turn to the Steam Deck because it's literally on a monitor right. to my side. Okay. So games I have tried on it. Uh, Desk job, uh, and it's a game that comes with the deck. Uh, I have yet to try Arkham, but it is playable. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil took a, took a little bit of uh, playing around in Vim but I was hmm. able to get Beyond Good and Evil working interesting Borderlands 2 works Borderlands really? Pre-Sequel needs a little bit of tweaking but it works and all the tweaking is you just switch to the experimental build of Proton and it works um Control I have yet to try but it that's native uh Darksiders is native Doom Eternal is native wow. Fallout 4 I put is not native but I but it works right out of the box all it is, is the only reason why it's not native is because it requires a launcher in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. It's just I mean, a
0: splat screen. That's some of these are like surprising for, and, and, and,
1: and by the way, all of these games are running on medium to maxed out settings at 40 Hertz, uh, locked to 40 frames and they're getting a solid 40.
0: Hmm. Why um, is, is 40 like a, like a recommended thing or like, why is okay, that?
1: So 40 is the perfect balance between battery life and, quality
0: uh, and okay,
1: sure. 40 the way that they the the screen is developed on the on the steam deck if you set to 40 hertz it actually kind of gives your eyes the um the visual smoothness of 60 without it being 60 okay it's really weird. There's an ex- a huge explanation on a YouTube on one YouTube page. I think it's Gardner Bryant that talks about it. Okay. That tells you, like, what it needs to do. And all the games I have on here is running at 40. And I will be putting Toho games on here, and I will be running them at 40 to see how much screen time I can get. Battery life. But even depending on the game, like, here's a good example. So, God of War, native on the Steam Deck, at uh, original PS4 resolution. Uh, or, yeah, PS4 resolution... Uh, or graphic settings, mm-hmm. uh, I get about two hours of gameplay at original 40 frames, 40 hertz, with my brightness at 50%. Fallout 4, I get three hours, 30 minutes on medium settings. And this is all native resolution. I'm not upscaling. Hmm. This is all at 12 uh, 1280 by 800, I think is what it is. Okay, and then beyond good and evil, I get seven hours. Wow, on Dang. battery life at original at original gra- Actually, I can't even change the graphic settings because it's that old of a game. Like I yeah. had to go in and like the game when you originally get it is locked to French dub, and it won't let you run game settings, which means it won't let you launch the game. Hmm. So you just. Go into the Proton files. You change things in the Windows registry there. Because it ships with the Windows registry. And then, bam. Now you're up and running. It doesn't look perfect. There's still graphical glitches. But it runs at 40. Solid. Uh, What's another game on here? Uh, Ground Branch works on here. Which is surprising. Uh, A Hat in Time. Okay. I'm currently installing Insurgency. This game is listed as unsupported until this last experimental update to proton hmm. now insurgency runs flawlessly with anti Interesting. Uh, ready or n- ready or not is what i, I it's it's hit or miss hmm. I, it probably takes a little bit of tweaking for me to get it working i think it's the controls that i have to really tweak uh to well, see if these work straight out of the box no cap which is surprising to me 40 frames like that's the most physics head heavy game and this thing does not get, like, crazy hot, either. Uh, Spin Rhythm, Jedi Fallen Order, and Wolfenstein New Order. Those are all the games I have tried so far. And uh, after the show, I will be running my RetroPie, or not my, what is it, RetroArch. Mm. And I will be using the Steam ROM Manager, and I will be importing my ROMs. For my gamecube over and i'm going to be trying that i've seen the gamecube work on my on another deck and i played around with it that thing is insane so like
0: okay interesting so let, let's just i without having really looked into what this is really capable of doing aside from like this the, some of the specs and stuff how do you manage to kind of switch from one thing to the other do you have like a like a dual or multi-boot kind of thing going or how does that work
1: for desktop and the desktop and game mode
0: yeah i mean like is it is it something that you have to determine when you boot the device or is it something is like an like at a, will. an application kind of thing
1: it's at will like uh. you just hit the power button switch to desktop then when you're on <sighs> desktop you want to go to back like, the game mode you just click the icon to go back and then you're back by the way their desktop is the most like I felt so at home and I have never touched a Linux device and I felt right at home. Interesting. Like everything from, from windows works exactly how you would think it works. You would write, if you right click, you get exactly what you think you would get in dolphin, which is what it's using as its file manager. Man. It's insane. And what's even crazier is there are all those games i just talked about Mm -hmm. are running better at those settings than they do native on windows. here's a good good example here's a what i would call a deck verified when i say native that's deck verified Mm -hmm. which means it's not native to Linux. okay when it's a deck verified game elden ring runs three times better on the deck at full max settings than windows because it compiles the shaders at the beginning before the launch for the entire game Instead of as the game's running, which means any of those hitches that you get in Elden Ring while you're trying to spin around on PC, where you see like things popping in and out, that doesn't happen on the deck at all. Huh? It's all there, preloaded. Like, Fallout runs insane, and I can get insane view distances. I have yet to try Minecraft, but that's also something baked into here where all I have to do is just run the Minecraft Manager, and I get both Java and Bedrock Editions simultaneously.
0: Huh. Man. Okay. The more you talk about this, the more it sounds really intriguing, really interesting. I...
3: what? He's selling you one.
0: I don't want... a. no. If you
3: want one, you're not going
1: to get one for two years. I can (laughs) guarantee you that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, do you think it? Do you think demand is like supply and demand is still as bad or worse?
1: Oh, it's just how big the backlog is for Gen One, and do they already said Gen Two is happening? Jeez. So it's you're probably gonna wait till Gen Gen Two happens before they start up a new batch of orders. I can guarantee you that.
0: Honestly, at this point, it's it's just reminding me of how I bought a Wii U like a year, I think less than two years at least, uh, from when the Switch came out.
4: I can tell you. And I was like,
0: yeah, I was like, I'm okay, cool, but I just bought this. I have no interest in buying another console, especially because by that time I employment situation has changed, so...
1: But see, here's the best part about the Steam Deck. All it does is just run the Steam client on game mode. So it's not like, oh, hey, you get Steam Deck 2, you're you you're locked out of Steam Deck 1, you know? You you can't get that game on Steam Deck 1. No, you'll get it on there, you'll just have a poorer performance.
0: Uh, you'll
1: still be able to I play mean, all those that, games. That,
0: that is the difference, though, right? Like, the, yes. the only difference is the hardware. Like, it's still going to run what's effectively the same stuff, just with different hardware
1: and whatever this device like whatever this G, like uh what is it called uh the system on chip or whatever it's called the when it's a graphics graphics cpu combo Uh i am actually kind of mad at nintendo for not signing with amd and going with nvidia and getting a chip that's six years old when the when the console first launched um, Instead of this thing, I mean, yeah, because that 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 that's a mobile, that's a mobile Tegra chip in there, in the in the in the Switch,
0: in the Switch, yeah. Well, I mean, cool in theory, but you, you you're mixing teams at that point. So, well,
1: well, what I'm what I'm saying is is like if they just did whatever Valve did with this magic this is a magic device in front of me (laughs) Uh like what's insane is like there are times where i'm just sitting there and i could just oh and here's the other thing in game mode it runs like a desktop you can have multiple like games running at once Mm. so like you can have fallout and borderlands i mean you will definitely have worse performance but you can do that if you want but it allows you to do things like you can have discord running and have like I'm about to play Insurgency, so you can play people talk with people Insurgency, or even in um, see a thieves in your Discord channel and be able to do that in game mode without having to go to desktop mode.
0: I like, mean that's that, that is pretty cool. You know that's that's even that's even better than like big picture mode because that's definitely that that feels more like you know here's a single game you're in this game. If you want to switch to a different game, it's basically close the first game, open the second game. It's not a desktop replacement, you know, but... Well, and here's the best part. So it's kind of not meant to be, but...
1: Yeah, it's not. But <laughs> the best part about that whole thing I was telling you about, the entire experience is customizable. I have complete control over this device. Like I said, I lock the entire device to 40 hertz. Mm-hmm. So I can do that. I, can, I have it set right now where... If I, I, I can go in and make custom keybinds for every single game for the for the, the actual deck and it is so painless. And if you don't don't want to do one, people are doing that for every single game, and you can just download that straight through the UI in game. You don't even have to close it. And just there you go. Now you have your, your thing layout. By the way, if you're playing Beyond Good and Evil on the deck, anybody out there, I just put out an improvement to another person's uh controller layout so that you could add things like you can zoom your camera as if it was a scroll wheel using a touchpad and then being able to move a boost button around so that you can don't have to press down the uh the click stick you can just hold a button it's insane like this is crazy and what is even better is every single day it's getting updates I have not had a day where it had when the updates. I really wish. There's only a couple of things I really am kind of bummed about about this device.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Using the on on-screen keyboard in desktop mode is absolutely the worst experience of a touchscreen keyboard I've ever used in my life.
0: Okay. Is it It
1: drops so many inputs and if you type too fast, it just completely stops. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but but on desktop on a uh, game mode it's flawless you can type as fast as you want in game mode. Huh. i don't know what is up That's... It, it sounds like something i could just shoot a bug report on
3: yeah to
1: like github to their github and just be like hey your your keyboard sucks and they'll just <laughs> they'll look into it i bet you they're already looking into it the other thing the other issue i'm having is mostly with the fact that i really just wish it had access to the uh, to a there's a two menu buttons you have i can't remember what the the one other than the steam button is i think it's just called options or settings or quick settings sure you have no access to that menu with any other controller outside of the deck or a uh steam controller because it has an extra button for it it does not exist And so if I need to go to my quick settings menu, which I just had to try to do now before the show to turn off my performance monitor, I had to literally reach over to my device and use it, which is another sweet feature. You can plug this thing into a bigger monitor and still use it as a controller. And you can also uh, stream from your Steam over to the device as well. And it's the best version of Steam Link and remote play
0: yeah alright
1: oh and Citra works perfectly on it people don't know what Citra is but Citra allows you to emulate a DS or Wii U dual screen setup but instead of you having to conjure something up On your one monitor, Mm -hmm. it works exactly as the original device did, where you have your game on your big TV and you have the touch screen on the device.
0: Interesting. That's actually not i mean that's reminiscent of like how the wii u also worked right because you're holding yep. the touchscreen and you have a big screen in front of you
1: and um, it, it yeah. emulates that perfectly so you can play like Gosh. all like the original splatoon on there
0: holy moly
1: exactly how it was advertised.
0: i you know this th- I, like i think i realize now why this device seems so familiar it's a wii u controller just more It's a story. Wii U
1: controller with DirectX, <laughs> with uh, ex, with, in, with uh, X input. That's right. pretty much what it is. And, this, and the buttons don't suck. I haven't had any, like, I, the only hiccup I've ever had with this device was initially starting it. It took me three tries for it to finally update, to, so it would let me log into my Steam. Oh, and this single device allows you to not only log into multiple Steam accounts but to share your games across those accounts as long as it's on the same device.
0: Oh, man.
1: So if, if let's say, my partner wants to play Fallout 4 for whatever reason, yeah. they don't own it, but I do, they mm-hmm. can still play it. Yeah. Hm. So any game we own just will go right to the device.
0: That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. There, there, sounds like there's a lot of cool reasons to... Look into getting one if you're into gaming and you're at all mobile at all, or like even even if you're not super mobile, there are other reasons to that sound compelling. So.
1: Let me let me go look up what one is selling for right now. You no, know, if, if you want one right now, like you don't have to wait. We need one
0: now. If, you, if anyone over there needs another salesperson, uh, hit up DMJ. <laughs> He'll help you out. You
1: can get you can get. A, by the way, and here's the other thing: the, uh, the Steam Deck is fully like you can open it <laughs> and you can toy around with the interior. Uh, so you can pull off pull out the. Uh, the SSD and put a bigger one. In. He's
0: just—he's just proving my point, but yeah,
1: cool. But uh right now, you can get a 64 gig model for 775 dollars. That's a hundred more than I paid for my 512 model.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh,
1: All right, just need to talk over.
0: Yeah, cool. I got got out of your system. That's awesome. We'll we'll still hear more about it later on, I'm sure, but. Yeah, uh, good for now. So we've got a couple more songs on the way here. Uh, Something from Excavated Anthems, and after that, uh, another Ark Brown song because we've got to dive into more of those. Those are uh, they're good, of course. Yeah. (laughs) All Uh, This one's Hide and Seek and Spirit Away. We'll be back in just a little bit on Good Security Live, number one hundred and eighteen. It's midnight somewhere, but not here on Good Security Alive, number one hundred and eighteen, with DMJ, Zara, and Lunar.
1: That was like a weird way to come in for a minute, because I was thinking to myself,
3: "It's always high here. noon somewhere."
1: It's always high noon somewhere. It's always mark. What was it? It's always five o'clock somewhere. You could literally these like clocks right two times two times a day. Yeah, clocks two right two times a day. Something like that. Uh, br- right.
0: uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, DMJ, you were about to get a little bit. Into the topic of, uh, if we were to try to figure out if Ark Brown had sort of a contemporary equivalent to sort of mainstream music, was it that, that you were yeah, kind mainstream, of on? mainstream music? Like, uh, and and for those, just to make it clear, Ark Brown was the vocalist for the song that we just heard there. Who would that person be? Who could fill that role?
1: I have said this many times. I've said. I, I think I've said like he's he's like he's. Comparable to the entirety of boys to men, Justin Chamber like all of them, but like right before. Well, I mean, like when he does his harmonies, bruh, you, you gotta tell me that is not like classic not early '90s harm boy band harmonies. Can't you can't tell me it's not?
0: Uh, but actually, you know what? You say that parts of like parts of that do have harmony. Who is it? does he have backup singers or is it just no that's just him and him and him and him it's just him (laughs) it's just him yeah okay it's insane yeah
1: but um right before the show i accidentally deleted the review playlist and had to rebuild it and i accidentally clicked on the song everything but the girl
3: Mm. and if you Uh, probably the best most recent example i would put it to knock on the door in the on the creative world album yeah
1: that one too but but everything but the girl if you hear that song all i could hear is pharrell williams and that's who i think he's the most comparable to because pharrell williams is very versatile as a vocalist He can do billion different like vocal styles across many genres i've heard him on rap albums i've heard him in contemporary r&b pop i hear him guest on like really whack i think he was on a, like an mgk uh track at some point i don't know but like if you you listen to him you can kind of like you get this like it's it's pop but it's not quite just pop because it's a little soul it's a little rmb it's got this funk to it he he works with a lot of like he's almost like he's the puzzle piece that makes tim vegas instrumentals work hmm. vocally right. like I, like and i was thinking about this as well chen yu is just like you know like Destiny's Child, uh oh, geez, here we go. Like yeah, yeah going way I back know. into the boy band day. Like, <laughs> hey, you ready? To go back to the early two thousands. Oh
0: man. Names I haven't heard in literally more than ten years.
1: Like, it's it's just like Chen Yu and Ark Brown are like the foundation vocal foundation of Hatsanets and Mikos, and I think that's what gives them like their perfect that that perfect like if Ark Brown Chen Yu and Tim Vegas, all of them. Like combining on an album is just perfect. If one of those uh, my, elements are perfect,
3: my perfect, perfect Hatsune Miku al- uh, album is Ark Brown on the lead. Um, who is it uh, Sakura Bot right behind him? Yeah,
1: yeah, no, that's and, another um, one.
3: Oh, and, fa- oh, cool. and the um, and the and the ending is the two girls uh, Chenyu and Chenyu and Vivian.
1: Oh, Vivian too. Like, there's just not like. I'm sorry, Hatsuditsubikos is a supergroup. I have to cut like there's no denying it.
3: So you like, know the super know how, um, group that started I, I as a super into, group. so like I originally got into like indie weird indie Japanese music through Vocaloid, which is what you use when you don't have a vocalist because the, a lot of these guys are like in your garage bands without without like uh without a lot of vocal talent. This is, like, the other way around when you have too many amazing vocalists and they're all kind of, like, vying with each other.
1: Yeah, dude, like, this is crazy to think about. But, like, this is, like, Dream Theater's a supergroup, but they also were, they started off as Dream Theater and they haven't, they didn't come from, like, a bunch of bands that made them great. They just came together great. That is what Hatsune Miku is. They came together and just became great. And I think they're the only circle where I could say, like, they are truly a Toho supergroup. because I could think of other ones that are that are up there that are great. They're amazing circles. But none of those people have the exact same clout as what I and same clout as Hatsusu because when it comes to what they pump out, it's crazy to think about that it's just like ah uh, it's just so good.
0: Fair enough. Cool um speaking of things that uh you know since we're on the dmj train and this train does not have any brakes apparently you no. were uh, you'd mentioned last show that you were working on a new review and i just wanted to touch base on kind of where we left off with that
1: it is probably going to be finished next week a bunch of things got in the way <laughs> a ceiling collapsed um <laughs> we had pest control come and I went on vacation all within, like, the same span of time. Like, we're talking, like, a week.
0: Yeah, and it actually hasn't been that long since our our most recent show. Because the, the last month we did it quite late, and then this month we're doing it, like, we're hitting right in the middle, so...
1: Yeah, so, and on top of that, because of the aforementioned ceiling collapse, there's a lot of water damage. And so, new studio... Will be happening probably in the next couple months <laughs> because like it's bad like aren't like all the ceiling tiles of the drop ceiling are gone the water's inundated the the carpet uh, the walls they have to come down and yeah. this is all like right outside the studio yeah okay so walls got to come down and because of all this is happening we might as well rip up all the carpet re-level which requires the studio to be packed up and moved we, we then we would if we were doing that we might as well take down all the walls and change stuff around so it's just it's gonna it's gonna happen and all of this is because home depot sold uh sold us something that broke like almost immediately is <laughs> after we bought it
0: well that's awful that's yeah. not that's not what it was hear. like a,
1: it's like a key and it's a key piece of equipment. It is the, uh, the, the, the whole house i wouldn't call it the whole house shut off but it's the shutoff valve for the sink the kitchen sink we bought one when we turned it off it broke so it closed in the off position it locked in the off position
3: Mm, so
1: we were able to turn off the whole house water and then pull uh the old one off and we bought a brand new one Mm -hmm. and this is all while we were packing up and getting everything out so the pest guy can come the next day while we're while we're on vacation my dad turns everything back on and he's getting ready to turn it on he turns it and it's that new one snaps in the on position and sprayed water all over the top floor and so i'm hearing everybody up there screaming turn off the water turn off the water turn off the water so i'm running out to the main i turn it off and then i turn around out of the the main room and it starts raining inside the house jeez so uh (laughs) that sounds awful it is and the worst part was our entire pantry was sitting exactly where the water is Mm -hmm. and we were packing it up to be put away for while we were gone so i lost anything that was open and and and, because you the water filtrating through the floor was
0: like Brown right that's not because
1: it's picking up the stain that's not what you forest. want right yeah
0: okay so i had
1: to pitch all that luckily the studio was fine but it literally was like it was probably a s- couple seconds away from it actually causing issues
0: right. in the studio so when are you uh when do you get going to somewhere else that's not like this
1: we are <laughs> got an open house i'm going to probably schedule after the show
0: okay Uh, at a place
1: i'm looking at that has leasing it's a little more expensive
0: well everything is right now especially the uh housing market so
1: yeah and this is an apartment yeah so we're probably going to be looking there i really want to go there it's got everything i need it has wi-fi built in i don't have to go and it's pretty decent from what i hear
0: yes okay it has wi-fi built in
1: yeah i don't have to actually like most departments around here, you actually have to call somebody to come out and set up your internet, so you can get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But this place actually, like, already has it in unit. That I just have to select a package.
0: As someone who enjoys, like, having lower, like, access to you know the modem, being able to set up my own network stuff. Oh
1: no 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 I, no, no, no like I
0: how. How, like, I maybe a misunderstanding, I get
1: but... I get my own... It's kind of set up like how student housing works. I bring my own router.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how student housing works. I've never okay, lived in so, a dorm, so...
1: Well, this actually, in student the, apartments, this is how this
0: works. This, the one time I would, you know, possibly live in a dorm would be now as a university student, but... Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> so...
1: Um at student apartments, they have the wi- the networking for it. You just gotta bring your own router and access your access point. Mm, okay. So that's what I bring. Huh. I bring my own access point, but everything everything's already hooked up to the wall with a plan, and I just select the plan that I want. Because when but I'm say, now stuck to whoever that is.
0: Yeah, because when you say Wi-Fi, it's it's it almost sounds communal, right?
1: Well you can't you can get a router from
0: at least But it's it's your own network
1: yeah it's your own network but it's it's my network but everything going to the apartment is shared
0: yeah that's the part that i'm a little iffy on like how how many units are in this building is it like a fairly large building or
1: yeah it's like probably like
0: okay
1: i want to say like 15 units
0: three floors uh okay well that's that's a much lower number than i was maybe expecting but okay I don't know. That's like, I believe it or not. That's actually more units than I think there are houses in our neighborhood. So.
1: Yeah. But there's also that, sh- that remember this place has one cable that has divided amongst all the buildings and each building has that number. And there are like a ton of buildings. So you have, it splits. And I bet you they have like probably two or three wires, mm. like big cables before it splits off to the buildings. Hmm. All right. Yeah. But it's 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 two bedrooms, two bath.
0: That's nice. Yeah. So it'll it's, Yeah.
1: It's a little bit more expensive mm. for my blood, 1200.
0: That's just- Well, okay. So look, I when I had my apartments, like rent plus utilities was about 1100, and that was for a single, you know, one bedroom, one bath and and living on my own. You're going to have more than one person contribute to this. Yeah. So and, you're and the other... you're better off. Like that's not a terrible price. But also, I you know, obviously location and economies, like local economies are yeah, very so
1: like it's not too far of the from the current studio. But it's also because the thing is I have to keep the studio in the same county to get certain benefits at work. Hmm. So that's the problem. Yeah, I have to stay in county. So this is like as far, not as far, but on the highway, as close to that downtown as I could get without actually being downtown. Okay. So it's actually pretty nice. Now, the other thing is I have to think about is the how the studio is going to go. I could get a garage. That's the other thing. I could get a garage. Mm.
0: Is it? one of those like where they have a separate sort of building with multiple garages or is it like underground i,
1: I would well i will know it just says a garage is available okay. but i haven't seen them so when i go to the open house yeah
0: so we just don't know yet okay well, yeah still interesting you know i um when i had my own unit uh they had an underground garage and it was just a it was a shared garage space, which was fine, but obviously that has some, some limitations, and it's, you know, you don't have your own space, so like say, so mm-hmm. you know, for example, if you wanted to like park your bicycle or something, you need to find a way to lock that up, basically.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, like, so, I've I seen a lot of people, like, have bike closets.
0: Yeah, and some some people will literally just, you know, wheel it and park it in their unit, like...
1: I mean, that's an everyday occurrence in New York.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: So it's like, every a lot of people do it. It's just out here i just i don't get it everybody has a garage it's when you when you when you actually like come down south and you start realizing like huh either everybody's got a shed or everybody's got a garage one of the two
0: yeah
1: if they got their own property there's there's no in between
0: pretty much cool um we are just about at the half here i'm going to give folks a chance to log in from wherever they're listening and then maybe reconnect if you haven't done that already. I'll say one name. <laughs> so that we can read names off but uh, we're going to play a couple songs before we get to that so this is your your heads up your warning if you want to get a bit of a, a shout out here we can do that after these next couple songs so we've got our next one here from the album Monsters after that something from uh, Synchro 4 and we'll get this one started be back in just a little bit here in Gensoki Radio Live number 118
5: have to my box
0: Radio Live number 118 this evening. Once again, here with Lunar DMJ Zara. The order does not matter quite so much because we've got, in no particular order, it's actually alphabetized. I'm pretty sure, a list of countries and listeners. So you had your chance to log in to get stuff associated, and here are the results. It's always, it's always considerably fewer people than are actually listening. But I, yeah, encourage folks to. get in on this if they if they want to be called out all right we got folks from australia austria canada france germany hungary japan kazakhstan macau mexico peru russia sweden ukraine uk the us and vietnam and for folks who have logged in uh we have acta wolfie baba hello uh chris one uh, NS, ETG, Flames90, Katia! There's like three A's. James7132, Kordamu, Kuranai, Ranger, Sandasti, Tensai, Wanamingo, uh, Whizzle189, and Zara. Oh, what? Oh. You are listening.
3: I don't remember signing in. What? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, so here's here's the thing. Like people get this wrong all the time. You don't need to be actively signed in. You just need to sign in once from wherever you're listening from, and then it'll just stay that way until you like want us to delete your account, or if your IP changes or something like that. So yeah, um, it'll just stick around. So thanks everyone and everyone else who hasn't bothered to do that. We we love you too. Um, you guys are awesome, all of you. So uh, that is that. Speaking of, we didn't we just launch something recently? <laughs> we, we've we launched a number of things. We've got, <laughs> we've got a whole handful of stuff to talk about that's station-related. Uh, what were you thinking about in particular, DMJ? I was thinking of Indigo. Uh, yes. So, uh, for those of you who missed last month, we literally titled the name of the episode Indigo because we launched our... Uh, membership program it is also uh, provides access to our brand new streaming uh, endpoint it is a lossless streaming endpoint so if you are a fan of lossless music we have basically from source to listener uh, a flak stream it is lossless from start to finish you know from from when it Goes from our system to when it reaches your ears. Uh, for injection,
3: uh, transfers straight from my veins. Yeah,
0: from uh, <laughs> uh, something like that. Uh, for the albums that we have updated, uh, it'll indicate on the website which albums uh, are lossless for Indigo. But even beyond that, um, even if it's still like our high-quality MP3 V0 or whatever, like uh, you aren't getting that sort of double lossy encoding that tends to happen when it goes from the source to your ears because it has to go from like it goes through a transcoder and like just technical stuff but basically this it's improved quality you know if if you care at all about lossless we have it now it is available through our Indigo membership program so that is up there available you can find out more information at getsocureadio.net slash Indigo and uh, we we yeah, it will help us continue doing what we're doing and go even further beyond. That is really the point. Um, so, Isn't there, that
1: like a quote from...
0: Yes, yes from it is. I'm glad you picked Gern up Legan. on that. Wait, what?
1: Oh, <laughs> I love mixing <laughs> those two together. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: sure. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Heck, I, I haven't seen either one really, so... Oh. I just, should
1: really... the god is just weird. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I... Anyway. Just things. Yeah, DMG. You think I have time for that? I probably maybe do, but... Anyway. um, Yeah, so that's out there. There's actually some stuff that we're... uh, Darn it. I was gonna actually hang on to this a little bit, but since we're talking about it, um, we've got some other stuff related to indigo that we're starting to to put out there so we did spend some time like uh you know getting some some samples and some things just checking some things out uh i'm going to share with folks in our discord server an early sample this is not the final we're actually going to just uh, update the design of this a little bit here but uh we have uh this shirt it is pretty simple this is i actually talked about this uh last time i alluded to it i was like DNJ, what what is this color i'm not really sure what this color is like the picture kind of makes it look kind of like a light blue and that's that's close to it but like it's i don't know got a little bit more like if you were to add in a little bit of a purpley sort of tinge uh, the, the whole point is like what exactly is the color indigo uh, anyway the photo that you're looking what at is
1: color if
0: you are in our Discord server, which, by the way, once again, is at Discord.gg slash Gensokyo. You can join us over there, partnered server, sign up, you know, just answer a few questions if you're brand new, and you'll, you'll be good to go. But um, the one the one modification we're making to this is actually the Play logo. So um, the original Indigo, I guess it's Indigo Plus, technically, the, the original logo for it was more of a purpley hue and it you'll you'll see now that it is a lot brighter um also there's this issue when we did this sample and this this was probably a couple months back where uh we submit an RGB image and those of you who are familiar with printing know that you need to convert that into a CMYK image, which means that the colors are gonna change a little bit. And then in, in this case, uh there was a lot less of the magenta color used in the print, like the actual. I ink mean if for it's this. RGB, right. Yeah. So um, okay. um so Those two things combined, basically, the play logo in the end is going to get a little bit brighter. This is also the first shirt that we've printed where we have a multicolor sort of like gradient blending happening. There's actually a little bit of detail in the play logo uh, in the word indigo. Um, But what I especially like about this is how, like, the contrast between the cyan border around each letter and the sort of like deep purple hue. Yeah, that each of the letters is like that turned out so well like the print is really flat smooth it just looks great I I really like this so it, it turned out really well and of course again it's the first time that we've tried sort of an in uh, sort of a, a gradient uh, print and that turned out well too so uh, so I'm excited for that there are some other things that are on the horizon as well uh, I'll talk about those a little bit later just because it's um we're gonna talk a little bit more about i guess like store stuff later on that was my plan anyway what i'd like to get into while we've got uh, some time here is to kind of hop into steam games actually we've got a few that came out in between our last show and this one well i, I guess technically a couple came out one of these is a uh uh it's got a demo so but uh DMJ, if you I uh, maybe oh uh, shoot, I've just realized I'm probably the primary on this one for this week. So well,
1: I can still I'm still taking a look. I took a look <laughs> and uh I was gonna fill it out. I'm like, oh you already did it. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's I, I didn't really fill in the details, I just kinda took a look. But um yeah. So there's only a few things out. A couple things that you can buy, one demo, um, and the the reason for that is obviously we did our last month's show quite late, and this one is pretty much right in the middle, so uh, once again. All right, let's start out here. Uh, First game on Steam that we took a look at is Kokoro's Gensokyo Journey, The Lost Masks, so it is a relatively simple-looking, sort of a 2D platformer type game. The idea is that you are uh, Kokoro, you are the character, and you are a Presumably looking for the masks. Uh, we can see some images in Steam's store page where she is sans masks. There are no masks uh, that are floating around the, around the character. Um, and yeah, so we're going around. It's it's like a you know you you jump, you avoid bullets, you avoid enemies. It's a
1: Metroidvania. It's
0: a, it's a Metroidvania. Me- Metroidvania kind of kind of game. If you know what that is, that's kind of like that. So.
1: Yeah, What's really I'm... interesting is I'm actually seeing like a hitbox actually appear at like in the base games,
4: hmm, really? but not
1: all the time. Yeah, yeah like there's a couple of images in the video that show it popping up. So I'm wondering if that's like a power up you can get where you can actually see your hitbox.
0: Yeah, maybe or or maybe that's like pre-production footage or something. It could be. Uh, but uh, in any case, um, yeah, you go around collect items. You're, you're obviously looking and. For the Lost Masks, I presume, like you know, <laughs> so there you go. Very, and it's
1: got English support,
0: and it's got English support, which you can't assume. Uh, like our next game, which does not have English support, we've got uh, I
1: saw this one, yeah.
0: So, uh, this is uh, Saving from the Devil. This looks like a well, so it's got some sort of insert illustrations, but the game itself is basically your classic RPG maker type game. You are a pixel character. You're going around the world looking for stuff, you know, going along paths, interacting with other pixel characters, and that's pretty much all we can really glean from this because the rest of the description is in Chinese, uh, as is all the rest of the text in the game. So, uh, The they're...
1: animations, though. Bruh. Watch I... that little video.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, it's it is what it is it's um uh, okay I mean what 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 animations are we talking about here are we talking about like the literal promotion video animations or are we talking about the promotion
1: about... video oh is that promotion video I thought that was cutscene
0: um I mean it might be it might be cutscene but it's um I mean the game itself is very much RPG Maker you know I'm, you can picture it in your head when I say that I'm sure so you know pixel characters, all that stuff. Anyway, yeah, RPG, 2D, top-down, pixel art. Y- you get the gist. Um, that one is actually on sale right now. It's $4.24. Uh, if you're looking for an RPG Toho fan game, it's out there. Uh, which also, by the way, the one I mentioned previously, The Last Masks, uh, that one is available for $9.99. So. And the last one here, at Toho Hero of Ice Fairy is actually, so this one is probably the prettiest one in the batch this evening. So we've got a, it's, it's another sort of 2D side-scrolling thing. You are a character, looks like you kind of are walking along. Uh, and when you interact with other characters, bosses, uh, as you're going through this game, it, it the art style is kind of like this, like it's it's illustrated, but all the characters kind of almost look like they're they're cut out, like they're almost cut out of paper, kind of. Oh, it's a,
1: it's Paper Mario esque.
0: Yeah, for for some portions of it, I would, yeah. Um, so and then the fighting action in the game is more just kind of as I'm looking through this, uh, some of the screenshots here, you know. Again, you sort of. <sighs> Jump and dash and avoid and that kind of thing, but the particle effects, I think. Yeah, I was are, about to
1: say these particle effects are wild. They're
0: really pretty, actually. So this
1: is the best-looking game I think out of all. Th- please tell me this has English
0: support. It does have English support. The demo has oh, English support, bro.
1: So I've been added to Wish.
0: And thank you. Add to Steam, Wish list.
1: because I forgot you. Were, I'm not on actual Steam. <laughs> on my browser.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Uh the planned release for this is October twenty twenty two, so it might pop up again in our list around that time. Uh, we'll see.
1: I really hope it does. This looks so good. Yeah. And I do like I do like how the combat looks with the dashing the dashing while also being able to shoot. Oh Yeah this it's... looks like it would be
0: I mean, obviously, a a picture's worth a thousand words here, and it's kind of difficult to convey some elements of any of these games, really any game we talk about in any of these programs, uh, in in just an audio format. So we we do encourage you to, to, like, you know, open up a browser or Steam and, like, type in some of these and actually look at these descriptions for yourself, because they'll have the images, they'll have some videos sometimes, and that can really help to you know obviously got get you a better picture of what the game actually is we can only do so much here but uh we're we're giving you the first step the, the first stepping oh, stone we're informing you of what's a, out there
1: wait a minute we've actually talked about this game previously have we because there's a prologue we talked about oh. that came out in december of 2021
0: okay so what's and it's free interesting what's the what's the prologue then is it here? I'm, I'm sending it, a, it your way. Is it a prologue to this game? Uh, okay, it's a literally. So I wonder. Let's just click on this and see. It literally Toho Hero Vice Very Prologue. It looks like we've got well some different characters. Okay, yeah, I remember definitely the sort of the the bloom. How bright a lot of these these bullets and lasers and attacks and and like the movement and things uh, were against the backdrop. And yeah, similar sort of like cutout illustration style for some of the like the the, the talking moments, the dialogue. Um, yeah, that that one is actually free to play. It's out now. Uh, there's some DLC for it, uh, which is just a supporter pack. So
1: yeah, it's, and like I said, this game is free. Yeah, you can just go play it.
0: Sounds like Hero of Ice Fairy is going to be a fuller version then. So that actually, if you have tried out the prologue version. Uh, sounds like a we've got more on the way
6: yeah
1: system requirements GTX 650. 650. When? How, how far back was a GTX 650 um, I'm very curious uh,
3: That's like- my real question is how many of these um how many of these minimum requirement lists were created by actually testing like getting a bunch of 10 15 year old graphics cards and testing what the lower limit is before something doesn't work
1: I actually kind of curious on whether or not this would be playable. Hold on, I actually have...
0: You know, Zara, having said that, part of me wants to, like, fire up my old, like, 8800 or whatever.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> and just see what works. I When I was cleaning out my closet, I actually pulled out my old 2060.
0: Still good. Old 2060 2060 2060 he says do you know do you reckon you realize the number how old I just oh
1: wait no sorry sorry I, I messed up okay, it's my 1080.
0: let's 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 okay. <laughs> this man sits on a crystal throne <laughs> uh, again 1080 and, and he, and he calls, listen he calls hey, this old
1: there are th- there are eight PCs behind me in a storeroom that all run Windows XP that have classic games on it, like the hot title Quake and, <laughs> and Halo let CE me, Custom Edition.
0: DMJ, let, let me give you a, a short lesson here on uh, what graphics cards Lunar has gone through in their time as a PC gamer. Okay, you ready for this? Currently, yeah. currently I'm sitting on sort of a, you know, a, a Crystal Throne or whatever. You've got my 3080, it's it's shiny, it's pretty, it's Founder's Edition, that's, that's all good. I was very lucky buying one from Best Buy before the prices increased, like before stuff happened. Um, cool, so that's out there. The one I had before that, I had a 970. And in fact, I had two because I was under the impression that SLI was gonna be cool. Uh, it turns out it's not really that useful, but what it was useful for was setting up a second computer for VR that was cool uh-huh. um so whatever 970 that's fine all right the one i had before that i had a, uh, I think it was a gtx 550 so we just mentioned the 650 as the minimum requirement or whatever it was for that game uh, uh-huh. i had the one that was that would be the previous generation to that okay now uh-huh. before the 550 i had an 8800 so Ooh. so that's a different naming scheme than the 3080 that's a different naming scheme than the 550 we're going to the one before that right oh that's the 8800 before that a 7600 and then before that i had i think it was a 5500 so yeah that would that would have been the first one i think yeah that's that's the history so anyway when i said 8800 here's the thing the 8800 was ridiculous because it was a it was the first dual slot card that i had and it ran hot and loud it That's was a... it was a comparative beast it was like i mean i i don't really have a funny you lot say to... it's
1: the first one first one knowing that now everything's a dual slot and triple slots are just around the corner or actually no they're out
0: yeah well i'm they, they are out you can find quadruple slots if you look hard enough
1: <laughs> and, and I don't know how I could fit that much beef in my computer.
0: I know, right? You can cook beef in your computer for as much heat as that gives off.
1: But... <laughs> I'm just now imagining you're just oh, taking your shroud so... off and you're just, just slapping a steak right onto, <laughs> right no, onto the
3: die.
0: <laughs> the whole point of having so many slots occupied is for the heat sink. So,
3: Have you seen up. the meat sink video?
0: You know.
1: The meat sink? What is <laughs> oh, the Oh, <meat> no. Sink? <laughs> What's <laughs> oh, the meat sink? I'm scared. I imagine because I've seen the video of the guy who turns on his CPU and starts cooking a piece of ham on it.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, of all the w- guy who cooked Wagyu on it,
0: that oh. was the meat sink.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Cooked Wagyu. So
0: <laughs> so you're getting like a, a strip of, of steak uncooked and you're just putting it on, you know, where your heat sink would be. That CPU, that little square. Yeah, right there. So that's, that's how that's how you. Is do that, that
1: ample enough cooling?
3: <laughs> like can you just
0: like who cares about the cooling? Couch? I want delicious <laughs> no, food.
1: So no, like I'm imagining like can you run that long enough? where as long as you move it move the steak around and cook it evenly, will you be able to keep it on long enough to finish the steak?
0: <laughs> Actually, what I imagine would be more practical is to get a heat sink that converts into a griddle so that you have more surface area upon which to cook food hmm and it like i mean how do you think actual griddles work they just generate heat from electricity right so mm-hmm. is it really that far-fetched an idea
1: now i want there to be can we go back to the days where computers were massive so i could just have a giant cpu <laughs> that i could just turn into a griddle where it's like hold up let me i need to cook the steak let me go run crisis real quick I- <laughs> That's that's what determined recipes just say like what game to run in order to reach the proper temperature. But can it run
0: Crisis? Yes, it can run Crisis. But can it cook Wagyu? Uh, hmm.
1: Can can it boil water? That's
0: that, that's the next metric.
1: Can it make me spaghetti? <laughs>
0: Well, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> I don't like this. Oh, it's actually Meat Sink. Oh gosh, the Meat I was sink.
1: about to go on like a whole thing about how Toho Hero of Ice Fairy Prologue is gold on Proton ProtonDB, and technically you could possibly play it on deck, but now I'm very intrigued of Meat sync, and I don't know what to do with my life knowing that Meat Sink exists. Like, I feel like I'm having an existential crisis.
0: But I'm not sure. Look, you you had the Steam Deck, but now you need, like, the next thing to look forward to Meat Sync.
1: I'm pretty sure if I were to run. I'm pretty sure if I were to run, like, Fallout 4 and. Fire off the the fat boy once. I could probably cook a steak on the back of my freaking steve
0: deck. <laughs> a specific action in a specific video game generates enough heat to cook, to raise the temperature of a slice of wagyu oh, steak yeah, x it, number of degrees. Literally crap,
1: nuke. <laughs> Holy crap! Therefore, I'm watching this video therefore right now? we this can convert.
0: Th- therefore, we can convert the number, <laughs> the amount of heat that we need to the number of times we fire off a weapon in game. Oh my gosh.
1: It's wait, is he is he literally just like he just, just put it direct on die <laughs> or directly up on the IHS yeah. and he's just flipping it. This is the most oh, I don't like this video. This is horror. <laughs> this is this is I'm I'm literally this is this is
0: Do you need a moment DMJ?
1: I'm I'm not happy. (laughs) I am. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sad. Yeah.
0: Zara's happy for ruining your hour. Can't ruin your day because you have the Steam Deck. You'll get over it. But you
1: know, gamers Nexus would have a fit.
0: I feel like they've probably seen this before.
1: Oh my gosh! No, bro, bro, don't let that fat render off. (laughs) That's going to get into the socket.
0: All right. All right.
1: All right, I don't want to watch it. I also really don't like the calming like music in the background of this video while this possible crime against humanity is happening on this poor <laughs> this poor Intel chip. I'm oh. assuming it's an Intel chip.
0: But could you imagine if it were like Ryzen Epic or like some larger surface area? Just mm. Anyway, uh, before I get too hungry, we're gonna to hop into another song here, I guess, uh, from Space Lecture looks like, and then after that, something from Oh, geez, um East New Sound. Yes, that's what that is. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll hop into a couple more songs here. We'll return to talk about some station-related things and other things that we have yet to talk about during this program. Right here on Q Radio Live, number one hundred and eighteen. Tokyo Radio Live, number 118 this evening. Welcome back, us to the station, and the listeners back to the sound of our voices here on this two-hour program, which we've only got 20 minutes left of. That is five-sixths of the way through. I can do math. Five-sixths? Yeah. Do that that math. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, speaking of math, uh, the number one happens to be in this episode's title, um, a little bit mysterious perhaps to folks who haven't been around regularly, but uh, one year. What? DMJ, what, what do you think happens in one year? Uh, roughly. Uh, this isn't an exact year. estimate, but one year from now, it's um going to be July of 2023. And that's a good place to start, right? Uh, but you know, even even before that, I'm going to be at this point where I have, um, well, graduated, basically. Yeah. I will not be a student anymore. I should have that all wrapped up and set in stone and all that. But, you know, what happens after that is Lunar gets to go find a job again, and... The entire
3: upending of society begins.
0: <laughs> <The> entire upending
1: <laughs> of society. I was not expecting Sora to chime in with just that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Don't worry about it. So, here, here's the thing. In in one year, time is going to be a bit of a you know precious resource, the way that it always is, but especially so then because. If we recall back to... I mean, this, this is my, not my first rodeo, right? I've done this before. But in 2014, our schedule for these live shows changed from being on Friday evenings. Those of you who still remember that, hello out there. Thank you very much for still being here. Uh, we changed them over to Saturdays because I found, you know, a full-time, 9-to-5, bog-standard hours office job. And I had that for... Just about a few years. And then after that, you know, in 2017, uh, ever since then, I have been pretty much exclusively in this sort of self employed state. And that's taken multiple different forms. Uh, The one that you guys are going to be most familiar with is me running this station. And that would, I I do classify it as being self employed because, you know, (gasps) Kazoo Titan, jeez.
1: Oh, jeez, oh, that came up on me fast. I had no time to hit my mute button. I was trying to run for it.
0: <laughs> well, at least you got the silencer on that Where? explosion Where? Yeah. <laughs> Where's your mixer? I, you have to run for it.
1: Well, I was like, I was leaning back and then, like, from my mic for a second to do something else, and then I felt it come on, so I'm trying to run to, like, when I say run, I'm literally turning my chair around to reach the mixer on the other yeah. side of the table to turn the knob down.
0: And
3: it's like it sounds like when he turned around is when the sneeze went off because that was very muffled. So I yeah,
1: appreciate you. I appreciate
3: like, you putting the suppressor on that sneeze.
1: Yeah, I was like, I have to look another direction There's know if nothing I can do about
3: this. Turn down.
0: the sneeze around
3: <laughs> and sail out the harbor.
0: <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Uh yeah, so we're just here, here's here's the end of it here's here's the deal uh, this next year we're gonna be looking at trying to figure out how to make this thing grow in a way that we just haven't done up to this point point, uh, for multiple reasons you know obviously the last year has added some really cool functionality to the station we've been able to incorporate uh sort of these every other hour uh inserts or or sweepers as they're technically called um they're they're also called trailers you know the the short sort of snippets of music that we play to to do a couple things to you know preview to people who don't always listen every hour of every day uh that you know some of the music that the station plays but then also to remind people kindly what it is that they're listening to if say perhaps they're not the ones who started uh, the the station up, and they they're may not know offhand what it is that they're listening to. Like, that's the whole reason that radio stations do sort of the hourly call-out. Call um, aside from, I guess, there are probably some, like, FCC regulations or something with radio broadcasting, uh, like AM and FM radio, but, you know, they, they have call signs, and they will say... on a regular basis what those are Uh, it's to brand the station to help people identify it, all that stuff you guys already know that
3: you're listening to the whatever, whatever missing
1: the um, various farm animal noises that sometimes go on and then you have the one guy who's like who's like (laughs) He was like uh, the morning show guy. He was like, yo, 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 listening to, 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 to
4: <laughs> And then it was, like, it was like snippets
1: of some some random songs that they actually don't have on the station or have yeah. played more times. That, yeah, it's th- that whole deal. <laughs> yeah,
3: you got it. 69, 420. <laughs> yeah, you, guys,
1: you guys have no idea. Radio has been a dead medium for the longest time. So like we that, understand this is the newfangled technology. That doesn't That's what sound old-fangled.
0: like a frequency. I have ever tuned into.
1: So, I'm telling.
3: yeah. Well, actually, well, it's internet radio. We make our own frequencies. Sure. I want to make a frequency called
0: Courtney. <laughs> you know, I can make my own frequency. Actually, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, obviously, people driving to work and stuff has that that whole pattern has changed over the last couple of years with the pandemic. But, um, assuming people are you know back on the road doing stuff again we radio is still very much a utilized platform and medium it just and i'm talking about am and fm at this point but uh but internet radio and i've talked about this in one of our meetup events as well internet radio is still also a growing medium people are listening to internet radio now more than they ever have like say what you will there are are multiple stats that that back this up and part of that is just that there is easier access to this kind of thing so mm-hmm. yeah there are of course was... more things to listen to like you have podcasts you have streaming services and things but internet radio is just one component in that whole spectrum of things to listen to so you, you were I'm gonna... just yeah
1: i find it weird because like is it? now tesla vehicles pretty much like have a baked in web browser so technically if you really wanted to
3: you could just actually so now now tell me how many websites. people have teslas
0: now here's the thing dmj tesla vehicles don't even have am radio did you know that? really yeah they, they don't have an am receiver so if you want to listen to am radio you, <laughs> you have to tune into an internet stream <laughs>
1: Bro, those all those poor people trying to listen to coast to coast. A- uh, F- the, F- the,
0: yeah, the the first coast to coast world,
3: AM. the first world problems. Bought a Tesla. Need a need a ham radio to listen to AM.
0: Gosh, yeah. The irony. Yeah, but anyway. So the the whole thing is yeah like. We're going to be looking into some stuff, and some things that we've already done, you guys will know, we mentioned earlier, Indigo is one sort of small component of the bigger picture. Indigo is a membership program that does a couple of things. One, it gives you access to the best quality stream that we can provide to any of our listeners at any point. It is, of course, not required to listen to the station. Our station will, for as long as we're in operation, always be available to listeners for free. But... That said, I have been asked this question and similar questions multiple times. You know, over the many years that I've been doing this, the the eleven plus years that I've been here, um, from people asking, "Hey, you know, if I don't want to support by getting like a T-shirt or whatever, like, is there some other way to donate?" And for the like the very beginning, in the very beginning, we did have a way to donate to support, and that was fine. But uh, it these days for for reasons i'm not really going to get into it's complicated to it's more complicated in some ways to report at the end of the year because again like i was saying at the very beginning of this this is technically a job it's technically self-employment and technically someone has to report it on their taxes so that person's me so to report donations it gets a little weird uh if we kind of shuffled it into say an actual merch item or some other service or product that's a little bit easier that's a line item that i can say this is x this is y um whereas you can do that with donations as well but there are some cases where it gets a little weird so i just these days prefer not to do that also if you're going to be giving me or the station money I want you to get something in return that's the whole reason why uh, that's really the primary reason why we don't do donations anymore is because I want you to get something in return something that I can say uh, you know here's a thing hope you enjoy it thanks for your help all that good stuff so
3: <laughs> this guy pays taxes <laughs> oh my this gosh tax. <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah um, that said uh, we've got stuff happening in the next year not too distant future we're going to talk a little bit more about this Tomorrow, actually, we've got a double event weekend happening, where we're, you know, the the meetup event that we have happening in our Discord server tomorrow. Uh, again, that's at discord.gg/gensokyo, where we're going to be talking about. Uh, it's it's titled "To Reach for the Stars," and it's it's really to couple with this one. It's this episode that you're listening to now is titled "One Year." Tomorrow's event is "To Reach for the Stars." I'm clever, I know, but yeah, here. <laughs> here's another thing that you don't have to like that's completely free Uh, if you are a member of our discord server we have this new thing that is available to anyone uh you know indigo member or not if you want an additional role if you want a new uh, badge and you want your name to be in a certain color you can grab that by using a new function that is part of MikoBot. it's one of the the Bots that's in our discord server that helps us with uh, membership verification and that kind of thing and so if you want that badge you want that color and that role ultimately it's free as long as you have uh, an account on the station which most of our listeners probably do Uh, they we know if you have an account you can rate songs during normal operation and all that good stuff so that's out there the way you do that is assuming you have an account on goodsocurity.net you want to go to your account page there's a link at the bottom of every page and somewhere in there there's a place to get a key that is for a discord and you'll take that key it's basically a string of random numbers and letters you'll take that you'll copy it and then you'll do in our discord server slash register and then you'll enter that key hit enter and you're good to go what this does to be clear is it tells our system hey this Discord ID, this user Discord ID, is associated with this GR account. So, and that's the whole reason, that's the whole way that the uh, that our bot is able to know who, you know, like what Discord account to give this role to. So, um, that is also out there. And... Uh, It's not out there right now, but in the original implementation of Gensokyo, uh, the Gensokyo bot, the the Discord bot that we made to uh, stream Gensokyo Radio within Discord, uh, that's not publicly available right now, but one of its functions was that it allowed people to rate songs while in Discord. And again, to, to associate a Discord user with the GR account, you would do the exact same thing. So what we're probably going to do in the not-too-distant future is re-implement that functionality either in MikoBot or maybe a separate bot or something, but you'll be able to write songs through Discord so long as you are actively listening to the radio station on radionet or whatever other application you're you're listening through. It doesn't have to be our specific... Uh, uh, website, but yeah, so long as you're tuned into the station, you're good to go. You can rate through through Discord, or you'll be able to. Um, so yeah, that's um, that. That was functionality that I had implemented, tested, and yeah. So it's it's. I mean, this this was done like last year or something. Whenever that that Discord bot, um, Kinsoki Radio bot, was uh, was put out there. So. So that's coming soon. Look forward to that. But again, to do that, you're gonna need to do the whole like. API key registration thing anyway, so I'm just kind of saying this up front. You can get a role and that fancy badge if you do it now and then be able to rate later once that becomes available. So, Just just integration things, you know. That's one of the things I've got on my plate, on my list. In between doing coursework, um, which actually that reminds me, one of the other things that we're doing kind of weekly here, I guess a few times a week is we have this whole uh, series of we we're calling them variety events and I've talked a little bit about this before but uh, DMJ and I on on Mondays that we're able to anyway uh, are actually playing together in Halo so no,
1: yeah. we're, we're at least trying to when I'm available
0: Yeah. Uh, now the last couple of weeks I have not been able to because my coursework has taken priority and I haven't been able to do that uh, so it's going to be the same kind of thing. I am going through background music just to try to find something that's... Okay, there we go. Like, Toho Clock popped in for a second. I was like, eh, no thanks. Yes, I know. We only have five more minutes of the show. Like, just... I'll get to it. Whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the the variety of events are basically just, like, my time to kind of take a breather a few times a week and play some games and be able to interact with folks on uh, in, within our community. So that is out there as well uh, those are Monday Wednesday Friday on twitch twitch.tv slash lunar spotlight and the the idea that you know they're they're not just like oh you know lunar is streaming here like eventually DMJ you're gonna join this thing too I think
1: oh yeah 100% I will be I got all the equipment to do it I'm just waiting for an internet connection that doesn't uh, that meets twitch's standards
0: yeah um, out of curiosity do you know offhand what those standards are because, cause like, tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you what I actually stream at.
1: Uh, I don't know what the standards are. There's a test that you can run, and it'll tell you that you're good or not. And uh, let me find it again. Uh, okay. Pitch.
0: Do you... I mean, you're, you're looking it up, but any guesses?
1: I want to say it's like you need a minimum of, like, 25 up or something mm. like that.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, our house is five up just putting that out there
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and uh,
1: I think my parents pay for like something okay but, like I don't think they're getting what they're supposed to
0: hmm interesting
1: so yeah
0: yeah that said DMJ Um. on the topic of DMJ doing more content things metal Monday
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I want to do Metal Monday.
0: I just need... The
1: The problem with Metal Mondays, and it's like the only thing I'm having is I don't have, like... I have a ton of Toho Metal metal music. I just don't have access to... The big library that we have oh. and that's what I need access to in order to do metal Mondays because like,
0: otherwise you guys are listening to so this is this is an access problem this is something that lunar needs to figure out and and solve before DMJ can do a thing
1: well and yeah and <laughs> but but I feel like, it's something that maybe might can be solved through like Nextcloud or something like something. Some just because there has to be just some way for me to like just grab the music and oh, just yes. move it over. I mean,
0: you yes the the uh, the problem is that so actually the, there's some stuff. That basically, what I'm going to say on here, and I'm, I'm not going to fully explain it here on this program because of per, you know potential security reasons, but the way it works is that our library is not hooked up to any cloud accessible anything like we have a place for transfers and like collaboration and that kind of thing but that's not where it's permanently stored so and that's again just because technically the cloud gives you internet access in a certain way and we can talk about that but we need to make sure it's locked down and stuff so
1: yeah by the way uh i found the requirements
0: Ah, okay and
1: and I actually don't meet the 720 30 FPS requirements okay for Uh, both NVENC and 264
0: um you let's see 720 30 FPS yeah yeah
1: 720 30 FPS I do not hit that requirement bit
0: bit rate is was it 3000 kilobits per second um so I stream at 720 60 FPS at a third of what it's recommending at 1500. Okay. So you tell mm-hmm. me how that looks.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, here, so here's the thing. Tr- here, here's, here,
0: here's the thing about about streaming that I have found on Twitch. Most people who recommend video streaming bit rates at like, you know, five thousand, ten thousand, or or more, that you know, that's like if you want it to look basically exactly the way it does on on The host's computer, or like basically source quality. I've Mm -hmm. never taken that to mean that that's the minimum required to stream at all because you can reduce that number. And indeed, on pretty much every case I've ever streamed on Twitch, that number has been lower than the recommended. But I also do a little bit of spot testing here and there just to see, you know, with with certain games and, like, certain levels of activity. You know, like, obviously Halo is going to have more action-y parts than a game like Astroneer.
3: But how can I possibly enjoy the stream if I can't see you get sniped in Halo from the source?
0: Yeah, so that's just my attitude on it. (laughs) And also, DMJ, in case bandwidth actually is a problem, there's always radio broadcasting there's always what we're doing right now which even at flat quality is not going to be even a thousand kilobits per second oh yeah uh, audio is on easy. average so yeah uh, but yeah but like even i mean to, to be perfectly honest like these are available in lossless from start to finish like i am streaming in lossless tours our server, our server is doing its thing to, it's like, so any anyone who's listening through through our lossless endpoint right now is actually hearing the sound of my voice probably exactly the same way I'm hearing it in my headphones. That's how close you, like, this is the closest you can get to hearing Lunar in, in your ears the way it was meant to be. <laughs> but, but, um yeah the, the 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 like i'm just gonna say right now the the rest of the music comes from from music box which right now is not flack at all it's not lossless it's uh, unfortunately music box that the, the system that we use to catalog our music and update the website and all that stuff that was completed i think like less than two months before we decided okay everything's gonna be flack now so everything on musicbox is mp3 and it needs to continue to be because the the way that the tags work uh between mp3 like the mp3 tag system the multiple tagging systems technically that there can be for that or versions uh and FLAC, it's different like in code wise i have to look into a like different object to find information and and even then i'm not 100 sure it's going to be uh, I can match it one-to-one, but i it's just something I would need to look into. Um, mixing these file types in Music Box is not really something I want to get into, just because I want to keep it clean and all that stuff, so... Anyway. Um, how about... There's one other thing I wanted to share with folks, and I'm going to see if I can maybe pull this up real quick, but... Um, getting back real quick to some of the things that we were working on behind the scenes uh, I shared an... holy cow that's a big image um, <laughs> I I shared a uh, an image of one of our samples from the like the indigo shirts that we have uh, I wanted to share with you as well uh, something that we are currently probably very very close to putting on our store uh whether it ends up you know being popular or what have you is something that I'm legitimately curious to see but um those of you who follow Gensoki radio on Instagram that's not something we pretty much ever say we do have an Instagram account if you want to follow us over there but uh, I've been f- posting some sort of like behind the scenes stuff uh, what I'm posting in our general chat over in our Discord server right now are some sort of behind-the-scenes sneak peeks at a uh, an indigo snapback design. So, I actually DMJ. I'm not sure if you've seen this yet.
1: I have not, and I'm excited because I love hats. Yeah, As so can, I am both a beanie and baseball cap
0: oh, connoisseur. Man. Well, so yeah, it's. Uh, this is really cool because it has uh, like super embossed. It's called I, I think it's called puff print embroidery. So it actually it, it sits very noticeably raised above the surface of the of the hat material. And I, I, I tried to capture it in some of these photos, but it's honestly kind of tough to do. Um, another thing that we have been working on or, and is actually been out for some time now are uh, the women's versions of our Tohoet series of shirts so this is something that folks have been asking about for literally years every now and then i'll get someone asking hey when, when are you going to put out like a women's version um you know like just just because like the cut's a little different the sizing could be just not what some some folks want Um, and and that's really all it is. Like, it's a different cut, but it's the same design. The color is a little bit different just because of availability. Uh, but we color matched it pretty, pretty darn close. Um, the point is actually not to be exact or perfect on the color bit, but just to, to kind of have something different, something else that's available. Uh, those have been out for some time now. I'm just getting this out there now again because, uh, yeah, they've been out for a couple months or something at this point, and uh, I don't know if anyone's actually noticed because we haven't sold any. So they're out there if you are interested. Uh, yeah, and then the last one I'm going to share uh, this evening anyway is actually a baseball cap. So DMJ, I don't know if you've seen this either. Uh, if I have not seen it, if you if you were on Twitter, you probably maybe would have seen it, but um, but this is. This is another sample we got, and uh, I I got a pink hat just because. Lol, why not? Pink hat, yes. So, but I obviously I can we can do different color hats. Um, it's the the changing anything about the embroidery, possibly even the colors, is a little bit more difficult just because it there's a whole additional proofing process that goes into changing even 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 little modifications would cost extra uh like it's a one-time thing but it's like a whole process and to be perfectly honest we can't really afford to do anything uh extra right now i'm, I'm gonna end this uh by just saying that we this month has been a little bit different kind of difficult. Um, it's also like timing-wise, a good time to launch something like Indigo because the station really does need like the support. Let's let's even throw in the fact that we have a Patreon from Three x Seven that's meant to support the people behind the station. All right, let's let's put this into perspective. Right now, uh, considering let's okay, let's how do I want to put this? Uh, this month alone, we have had to renew our P.O. box for another six months. So that's that charge. We've had to pay for our standard set of server fees. There's that amount. Um, There is the inevitable quarterly bill that we get for uh, co-locating our source server. That's another bill. And then on top of that, uh, what was the other thing? I think those are the major things anyway. But yeah, considering all of that all of the sales that we've made through our store so far, the, I guess technically last month, not this month, because I haven't looked at this month's numbers yet, but, uh, and then adding into all of that, on top of all that, the stuff that we get through 3x7. I think we've made some negative number. It, we don't, we're, the, <laughs> it hasn't been great. So if you want to help support, you know, I'm just going to say this, get a shirt or a, uh, sticker or a hat where I'm, I'm gonna end up putting some of the things uh that we just previewed in our discord server tonight up on our station uh, up on our store page um it'll be available by the end of the weekend so that'll I'll, I'll of course put something in our discord server and out on twitter and stuff once it's actually available um or on top of all of that if you, you know indigo also helps as well so you you know get a get a membership uh, subscription that that all of it helps and this is kind of at a time when we need the help. Like I'm I'm not gonna mince words or sugarcoat it. We we're kind of in a rough spot. Um, you know, last year we, or actually not even last year, t- a couple years ago we tried advertising. Uh, the our publisher was just really bad at paying us on time. Like it helped a little bit. It would not have paid for the station on its own. It did not make enough. We uh, so there's that, we just felt it wasn't worth it, it was more annoying for folks, we got rid of them. We don't advertise on our station, we don't have sponsors, we depend uh, primarily on the support from our listeners. So, just gonna put that out there. And I know that's kind of a, you know, that is what it is, that's a bit of a note to end on, but that's how it is. I'm just being real, so. Anywho, we've got another event happening tomorrow afternoon. That is a Discord stage event, what we call Gensoki Radio Meetup Event. So you can join us over there for a little bit of more casual conversation. We'll kind of maybe get into some of the particulars of how things are going and kind of what our outlook is for the next year. We'll we'll get into some more specifics, some things that perhaps we wouldn't necessarily go at length about uh, on this particular program, because this is all about music and showing you guys what's new out there and the new games and kind of talking about the the general news. But I, I did want to throw this out here as well, just because it's important and we would really appreciate the support so anyway thanks everyone for listening thank you to zara and dmj for joining me this evening as always yo yo (laughs) yo and and thanks everyone once again for listening we will uh be able to talk with you tomorrow. If you join us during the meetup events, if this is live, of course, if it's not, it's a podcast, in which case the meetup events also have their own set of podcasts and you can go listen to those as well. Ooh, also this is, uh, this is a good one too. Um, our meetup events are now being published on YouTube. Uh, so YouTube podcasts, we are publishing one every week until we're caught up with our existing series of meetup podcasts. So if you, want to subscribe to that, uh, it's just Gensokyo Radio on YouTube, uh, that would be awesome as well, just to, just to get those out to a wider audience, That's something we're trying, so, anyway. That's gonna do for tonight, thanks for tuning in, for DMJ and Zara, I am Lunar, and we will talk to you next time. Till then.